Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? I, I'm so thrilled with this episode. Keith and the girl. Keith and Chemda. That's the uh, proper pronunciation. We talk all about that. Chemda. Uh, it's gonna. It's a wonderful episode. One of the funniest ones in a long time. One of the uh, most interesting and fun ones. I, I just really, really enjoyed it. It was such a thrill to catch them while they were here in Los Angeles. Uh, and uh, we have a couple plugs, but before we get to that, uh, here's a plug <laughs> for the show. The Pete Holmes Show, guys. It's happening. I'm, I'm recording this from my office. It's so surreal. I'm so happy to announce, very much in line with this podcast, because I think the sensibility of the podcast is going to transfer over to the show very nicely, and I think uh, fans of the show, weirdos, are going to enjoy that. I'm happy to announce that Kumail and uh, Chelsea Peretti are uh, confirmed confirmed guests. This is a scoop. This is an exclusive. I'm telling you guys, Kumail and Chelsea. So come to a taping. We start the week of the 22nd, and tickets are free. If you're going to be in the L.A. area, go to PeteHolmes.com slash tickets. And uh, we really, 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 really need a lot of weirdos there. Um, the pilot had a bunch of weirdos, and you can just tell. You guys are such an awesome audience, so I'd really uh, appreciate it if you guys want to try and make it out. Uh, that being said, things are going great. I don't know, a little update. Things are going great. I'm really happy, really excited, and uh, the show is coming together really, really nicely. So, so thrilled. Mark Marin is also confirmed. <laughs> So that'll be a fun one. <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of ball busting, I'm sure, on his part to me. And I'll giggle. Here's the, uh, here's the odd, uh, here's the odd, here's the odd ad. Today's episode is brought to you by the Enemy Series by, from Hyperion. It's us versus zombies. And the zombies, just like zombies, they don't play nice, in Charlie Higson's The Enemy Series. If you need a zombie fix while you're waiting for new episodes of The Walking Dead, these books are fast-paced, white-knuckle tales of zombie survival that will have you foaming at the mouth for more, kind of like a zombie. So eat your heart out with The Sacrifice, the latest installment. It's available now wherever books and e-books are sold. Thank you to... <laughs> the Enemy Series for being our sponsor. Uh, and enjoy the episode, everybody. And uh, come to a taping if you can. And if not, watch the Pete Holmes show starting October 28th, uh, four nights a week after Conan. All right, get into it. Well, we'll just start. All right. Because <laughs> don't you have to go? Uh, at 11, yeah. Yeah. Well, old Holmesy. Late for his own podcast. <laughs> so you're Keith. I'm Keith. We've never met. Nice to see you. It's weird. You picture a Keith. You don't look like you look like a Jason. Is that good or bad? I don't like a Keith. <laughs> you, then that's good. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, if you're gonna uh, put me on the spot to make a judgment, you know what I mean? Cause well, it's me, Jason here. Jason and the girl. Mm -hmm. I do like the girl, right? Because it's simultaneously empowering and also kind of like degrading. You know what I mean? Perfect. Like yeah, the, yeah. Right. Sets it up to be nice. Well, so she got a... It was her idea sure. to call it the girl. Her name's Henda, and it's hard for people to pronounce also. Wow. And she would get hassle. I would get hassle from I'm feminists thinking I'm trying to put her down. Ha! Henda. Yep. I feel like I'm being racist by trying. No, you're doing it right. When you try, it means you care. Really? Yeah. I often find that if you're trying to speak in, like, another language, uh, like, I speak a little bit of Spanish, been to, like, Venezuela, if you try and just really commit... Like, yeah. really dig your heels in, you'll probably sound more like them. They just want to know you give a fuck. Right. Even even now, I mean, I've known her for many years. Keith and the girl was going on for, we're at like eight and a half years. Wow. I still have to consciously do the ha. Huh. 
Yeah, it's not natural. It's not one of our things. It's not. There's a lot. There's a large population of the world that does clicks, clicks and clacks. Yeah. It, when we don't do that, if she had a clicker clack in her name, I'd have to think about it. <laughs> oh, here she is, Hemda. Hey. I'm so sorry. I'm late. But I such was a late. Hem. <laughs> Hi, we're hugging. Hi. Keith didn't even offer. <laughs> and I'm sorry I said I don't like a Keith, but what I mean by that is my name is Pete. And when I order takeout food, sometimes they think I say Keith. And for yeah, some see. reason, I don't like that. That makes sense. Makes me feel... So I it takes away your identity. It takes away my, my ego's identity. Right. Not, well, pe- not my true identity. People always think uh, <laughs> I'm Linda. Well, what do you say when you go to Starbucks? Did you go to Starbucks? No. What did you say when you got this drink? I say anything but my name. Anything. You just say chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> Chevron. Yeah. <laughs> I say Cindy, Melinda, whatever name comes to mind. It does not matter. But then sometimes they call me and I'm like, Cindy, go get your drink. God, Cindy, you're holding up the line. You got good taste in drinks, then we should hang out. Hey, Cindy, I'm about to take your drink seriously. Then you realize it's you. Yep. And you can take Cindy's drink. Yes, I can. It's well, what, liberating. I'm sorry I was late. I, was in, I woke up in Santa Monica for... You know, that sounds like I had sex. Right. I did. It just sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like don't, I... Don't ask me about last night, but I woke up in Santa Monica. <laughs> what I want to get clear is I don't live in Santa Monica. In fact, you guys don't even live here. You live in, in New York, in Queens? Yeah. yeah. Still in Queens? Yep. What part of Queens? Well, uh, the studio's in Astoria, uh-huh. and Keith lives in Astoria. I'm moving to Astoria in on Monday. So we just did a commercial for Astoria. Really? Yeah, I just said Astoria three Are times you, in one sentence. Yeah, you're doing great. You're really <laughs> nailing the Astoria plug and promotion. Yep. I, I've never really understood the... I, and I mean this. It's not like I don't like Queens. Right. I just don't understand uh, what people are talking... It just seemed like a hassle to get there. Go. Uh, <laughs> How no, many easy-to-use trains go to Astoria? Astoria, now just a quick train ride away. Did they put in a new line? Uh, they're always rerouting, but I think, you know, the N and the Q go there, and and we always get people right before our show are like, oh, it stopped one stop before, and they always have to make the decision. Do I get off here and walk the extra two blocks, or do I just bitch via text to Chemda? Yeah. (laughs) It's usually the latter. They go with the bitching and waiting for... See, I couldn't do that. When I think of my time in New York, I lived in Bushwick, so Mm. like I would often, uh, you know, being a comedian, take that late night train. And then, like, always after Bedford and Lorimer, I was Montrose. Okay. So that's, I believe it's Bedford, Lorimer, Graham, Grand, Montrose. I'm believing you. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, I don't, don't know. name me Make Astoria stuff. There's one person listening currently on the L train right now. Right. They're like, oh, Graham is next. Like, <laughs> Pete said Graham's next. He It'll wakes up. <laughs> you know, that is a New York phenomenon, the person that always wakes up right at their stop. Yeah. yeah. Which, is, which is an amazing thing. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I'm 34 now, and I just can't. What would happen, what I was saying was, after the, after the premium stops, your, right. your Bedford and your Lorimer, <laughs> right. your money stops, they would just be like, and there's a track rerouting, and you got to get in a shuttle. And that's when I was like, I'm a grown man. I can't do this mm. anymore. I was just talking about to, to, to a friend of mine who lives in New York, and she was just like, I can't do the boroughs anymore because I'm too old. Well, I mean, but then when you're in Manhattan, you're really walking everywhere because you just assume everything's around the corner because you're still in Manhattan, yeah. which, I mean, keeps you in shape. It's fantastic. Here's what I do. You say Manhattan because <laughs> you live in Manhattan. Is, it's like I'm in a Woody Allen movie. Have you noticed in every Woody Allen movie, you're either like a fucking Brooklyn knucklehead or like the whitest upper class person that's like, I mm. want a mimosa. And it's, or is this premium oranges? Or you're like, oh, 
like, just like a shit yeah. brain. What a bitch with a fucking mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> Champagne and OJ, what's the big deal? I had a guy in my neighborhood named Champagne. He beat up OJ. <laughs> uh, but he, he's like a genius. It's like his one oversight that he only writes in grotesque characterizations. Uh, you, know you were saying. Well, I, I was saying that here's Manhattan. the here's the trick to outside of Manhattan. Um, <laughs> what you do is you stereotype, okay? So I used to live like near the last exit off the F train. So, Ooh. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Coney Island? No, on the other side. Past yeah, Coney in, Island? in Queens, in Queens. It keeps curving. My goodness. <laughs> It curves past. They it, go very far. It, these trains. The F train. This is first what we all, use exclusively, Pete. What the F? The the train system. But the F train for, it was the fucked train. I mean, that's what we all used to say. All the New Yorkers <laughs> would gather around and say, more like the fucked train, because that train was a nightmare. Because I used to live in Park Slope, and and it it couldn't have been slower. It was always like felt like it was just about to be shut down that's or put only, out of its mercy. That's the only time New Yorkers <laughs> talk to each other. <laughs> We don't make eye contact, but if you're making the fuck train joke, everyone's <laughs> on board. <laughs> it's true. I've been on trains that shut down and people still won't talk to each other. Right. <laughs> but I guess we're know. all going to die together. Yeah. I think we could read each other's mind at that point. Nobody move or I'll fucking punch you. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely yeah. right. But you have to stereotype on those long trains. You know, you have to go this kind of, you know, this exit is going to be all Indian people. So I stand over an Indian person who's sitting down. I'm going, yeah, next stop, buddy. Oh, Your seat's mine. Oh, my God. That's brilliant yes yeah or like a hasidic jew you could probably guess where a hasidic jew is heading yeah you just have to stereotype that okay who's sitting down and what's their ethnicity we play a game i did that i messed up once i'm over a hasidic jew we get to the stop and then i go you sure (laughs) (laughs) i've I've woken people up buddy i think this is your stop oh my god we're in chinatown and and then they go fuck you Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping loaves of mala everywhere. Just like, I'm a caricature. No, no, that's perfectly fine. I got an ele- on an elevator. So I'm in Santa Monica, and I got up, and uh, I'm in this hotel, and I got in the elevator, and the doors open as elevator. Right? <laughs> the guy that includes too much stuff. Tell I push the slowly. button. slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really are the same. <laughs> <laughs> the coasts really are not so different. <laughs> the button lights up. You know, it kind of has a give, but not too right. deep. It goes in a little bit. Are you nervous that the door's open the whole time? <laughs> I'm worried that they won't close. Did you wake up someone before the door's open so that you could shove them out to have more room? It's like the train system. <laughs> you brought it together. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It opened the door. F for friendship. The, 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 more like the friendship train. That's a guy trying to be more positive about the, about the F train. We're all friends. Oh, my God. I'm still afraid of going up into the deep, deep. Deep, uh, like Bronx. Like I lived in New York for seven years, but I, I'm still. I, I'm. I'm a little bit ashamed that I never got used to being the only white person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Shouldn't you just be like relaxed? But I never got relaxed. That's I only okay. did it a couple times. But I w- is that normal? I think. I think that- it's not about being afraid of black people. I don't like being the only anything anywhere. The only man in a group of like 500 women. You think <laughs> they're all going to sink up and just claw at you? I they're just going to wanna... throw their periods at you. <laughs> You know what are you doing here, lady? Shit! You just you just made us all bleed. Like like you're the jump start to <laughs> yeah, their yeah, period yeah. by being there. I want to be clear. I was picturing a bunch of older women, like oh. old angry women, like widowed widowers and like middle aged single broads. It was interesting that you went there. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why did I do that? Yeah. I'm so sorry. I, I'll notice. Uh, 
at home, I I would walk past uh, like a Home Depot ripoff, and there's a lot of Mexicans there waiting for work, and they're all tough looking guys, and sure. it'd be a little scary. But I'm never scared because I live in that neighborhood. They don't know me, but I live in that neighborhood. But if that happens in any neighborhood that I'm not used to, right. I'd be nervous. Right, as if like oh, I'm the Astoria kid. Everybody right. knows that. <laughs> right, right, right. You, you know? acclimate, and, yeah. but that that is the attitude, and that is like a key to success in life. I think. I I, I don't know if we've talked. You're not Katie. You're Aristotle. <laughs> Normally, I would say, Katie, have I said this on the show before? And she'd go, I don't, I'm not listening. Wouldn't it be funny if he just goes with it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have. <laughs> I just think you could walk into, like, the back of a Best Buy, you know what I mean? Just as a man, if you just kind of, like, walk regular, you yeah. know what I mean? You're yeah. walking Astoria style past your scary right. or your intimidating group of strong men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's just because you're like, I live here. But if we can have I live here in my yeah. heart, you can. You could probably find your way into the White House. Kumbaya. <laughs> I live here in my heart. I live here in my yes. heart. I was just talking to a bunch of Olympians uh, for, for the TV show that I'm doing. Congrats, by the way. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Very excited. That's really what I brought you here for. <laughs> what do you guys think is the coolest part about me? <laughs> that so. that you, uh, you, you're about to get off the elevator in Santa Monica. Oh, my God. You're good. <laughs> We're pros. I love doing shows with other podcasters. <laughs> well, you're going to have to remember if we hit a low, which we won't. Friendship train. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to high-five me, and I'm the worst high-fiver ever. <laughs> high-five. By the way, high-five funny again. I've said it many times. It's back. It's McRib. It's back. <laughs> My wife, high five. I like you. Do you like me? It's funny again. It's funny. I was having drinks last night and someone kept going, I like you. Do you like me? And I laughed sincerely every time. It's been long enough. It's like an equinox or some sort of a pagan ritual. It's back. Borat is back. You heard it here first. You heard, you've heard me say it before, but I am so thrilled that it's back. So anyway, I get in the elevator, doors open, (laughs) I get in the elevator, doors close, I push lobby. (laughs) This is a bad story. Doors just don't open. This was this morning. This, it's just like we're living in this world where everything is kind of taken care of and, and everything's fine. Yes, white man. Ooh, calling me on my privilege. So I'm in Santa Monica. I get in the elevator. Life is almost too easy. A little struggle. I'm bored. Who was that? That bitch from Twilight. She, she was like, I would like it. This was before she was caught, you know. Fucking the director. Oh, and, and is that says, true? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm always bored. I just need more struggle in my life. Oh. <laughs> that is not what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is, li- like, general things. Not luxury items, but, like, your heart beating mm. is something mm. you take for granted. Your, your, your air going in and out. Right. General safety things. And then you get in an elevator, and the doors close, and you push lobby, and it lights up, and then the light goes off, and then the doors are closed, and then all the buttons just go dead. And then you're just in an elevator. It's just weird, like... How, and I was in there for like maybe five minutes, which seems like an eternity. It was like gravity, which I haven't even seen, but I'm referencing. It was just, I was <laughs> it probably panicked. is. Right? And how I- can't it be? <laughs> how can't it be? It's like that movie I haven't seen. But I'm just saying that's how quickly you can go from a guy who's, who's feeling like he's going to have a great day to just zero. Like you're just like, oh, I'm at the mercy of so many things. And my phone, because I wasn't planning on staying in San Juan, I didn't have sex, wasn't, wasn't planning, was dead. So I was just in an elevator and uh, I was just like, what do you do? You couldn't even call for help. The buttons won't lie. Yeah, what do you do? What would you do? I, I opened the call box and called the emergency. Did you? Yeah. 
Oh, how what kind of attitude did you get? <laughs> how long would you wait, Kim? Um, I think I just experienced it because I think we're talking about the same Santa Monica elevator. No. I turn into an idiot and I'm just like, oh, I must have not pressed it. So I pressed it again yep. and I just watched myself press it and go, no, I didn't press it right. Press it again. You, keep pressing. you know what? I think if I press it more to the right and then to the left, like now I'm using a Give joystick a or something. Yep, yeah, sure. Yep, yep. And I just until Did you do I- any of the double push? I'm pushing <laughs> lobby N1. Yeah, I, I was try like, another I'll floor. Settle. I, this, 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 was, this is the process. I'm like, I'm on eight. I want to go to one. So I push that, and then I'm like, all right. Uh, I push lobby a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch. Then I'm like, I'll settle for two. You know what yeah. I mean? I'll go down one flight of stairs. Then I'll settle for the doors opening. Just get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> just sheer terror. But like a panic sweat begins immediately. I'm just, like, I think there's just part of us. Whitney Cummings to the show. She was talking about how our brains are like always thinking we're being attacked be- just because of our ans- ancestry, our ancestry in Manhattan. From Manhattan to uh, <laughs> I'm also a pro. <laughs> the Olympics. We give ourselves we give, we give ourselves a lot of uh, excuses for being pussies, right? Because our forefathers right. they had to deal with the woolly mammoth that yeah. would come up to you at any time. So what I get about- nervous in elevators. <laughs> That is laser. I haven't said laser in a long time. Oh, that's beautiful. Is, is that coming back, or is that the it's, first time it's ever said? It's McRib, baby. I've never heard laser. Well, I have laser. I like laser. Do you like me? It's so funny. And that, that shit, it was good. It was, it, was, it, it was very, very good. <laughs> and it made me think of something, but then I forgot it, just with all the yelling and cheering. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not that professional. It's hard to have too much Oh, fun. if a woolly mammoth ate the girl from Twilight, that would be great. There's your struggle, baby. <laughs> She's fucking the director. She 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 got Isn't caught she fucking child? the director from uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, gross. he's married. That was the uh, he put it in her thing. Huntsman. <laughs> All right, I, okay. Hey, you're the pro. I, I could have said Huntsman, <laughs> hey, but nobody you, wants it. You got the TV show. What do I know? <laughs> Can I tell you something, mm-hmm. Keith and him? <laughs> Remember in the beginning I said all you have to do is try? Hem. That's, no, that's my new Starbucks name, Hem. Hem. Yep. My, what's my name? Hem. Yeah. yeah, like a dress. Just make the drink. Cindy. <laughs> I, uh, once you do get a show, <laughs> this is the worst. You t- I, Like the first tweet I sent out after, I, and I just tweet like horrible puns. Like, Huntsman is definitely in my wheelhouse. People love tweeting, you have a show. That is like the meanest (laughs) and most appropriate heckle. Now I just do it to myself. I'll tell a bad joke and go, they gave me a show. (laughs) It's the only way to do it. You have to own it. I follow you. You make a lot of vines. Like, here's where Uh, I am. Stop tweeting my vines. Why? You sold out. Because, well, Hmm? I just want them to be separate things. Oh. Yeah. Because you're like, well, now you got to follow me on Vine, too. I guess. Mm. But, like, people also hate when you tweet your Vines. Look at the heavy decision in your brain right now. Look at this. He's like, I think I made the right decision. Well, well, my ancestors were uh, uh, harassed by eagles, so I get get tense on Do they want to fight the Tyrannosaurus Rex or the Pterodactyl? And now I'm like, do I tweet or do I Vine? It's in my DNA. So... I mean, it can't just be for this. You have to do that somewhere else. You have to take that and bring it to more people. I know. Thomas Jefferson was thinking, do I ride this letter out five states in the middle of the night? Because that's the only way to get somebody. Well, you see what I'm saying. Buy and tweet it. Woolly mammoth is after me. And that's why I get nervous. Oh, no. I'm not a man is what I'm saying. I'm pretty used to I know that's like... 
Who is saying that? That's like such a. It, once you notice it, it's kind of grotesque that all male comedians are just trying to in, insist that they're children. There's the, right. that's it. It's just like I'm a child. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like that's like oh, our is generation. That what you're doing? Ah, <laughs> Holy shit! Can you help me? I don't know. I'm supposed to fix a car, but I can't. I got nothing. I can't cook. I can't clean. I'm a baby. Take care of the baby, but I'll fuck you. <laughs> that's a, that's every that's me and every other comedian. What Hemda will say like, well, here's how you do something. I said I don't know. <laughs> now you're just not listening. You know what, poor Keith. The biggest adjustment from like you know we used to date and like gross. About, I know. <laughs> now I'm thinking yeah. about you being intimate. <laughs> but five years ago we broke up, right? And I think the biggest adjustment is he would just he would just wake up and go where. <laughs> Is this and I'm like, you. It couldn't. You didn't even have time to look. Yeah. But you just asked me. Well, you know what happens uh, in a lot of relationships. A man at the beginning will be very. I'm not talking about you, Keith. Necessarily. Just. I'll just but I gave him notes earlier, Ooh. so I'll just use You're me. Dead on. Yeah. Man, As an example, if you let's see, didn't do the dishes when you. <laughs> just, a man at the beginning will be like very uh, decisive and appealing. You know right. what I mean? Like it'll be nice. He'll he'll have ideas. Like why are women always complaining that you don't have any suggestions for what we did? It's because at the beginning of the relationship, you did. Oh, my God. I love you. You know what I mean? Right at now. The be- that's how you attracted <laughs> right. this broad into your life. And you're like, I want to go to the quarry. It's where I grew up and we'll swim in the moonlight. And that's how you get the girl to fall for you. And, and then the man slowly surrenders and becomes a child. Right, because she beats complacent. you down. And and it's also, there is a little bit of that. Because then you realize they never wanted to go to the quarry. They wanted to get Ty. So how will we just get fucking Ty? Because no, I really don't care. You do. Let's quit playing the stupid fucking game. I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah. How do I do? I know everything I do is wrong. But it's true. The beginning of the relationship guy and the and the end. Right. And but the guy often will feel like he can't negotiate with the woman, so he will right. give up. We don't want to become sad dads, and we don't want to become pathetic boyfriends. But for some reason, because men are practical, they're like. The only way around this I can see is surrendering or become the asshole villain in every romantic comedy. Be the guy that Adam Sandler steals the girl from. Right. Th- those are your choices. You can get your balls clipped or you can be like, hey, I'm a fuck dick. I don't give a shit like in The Wedding right. Singer. Or do you want <laughs> us to be a scooby-doo? Or you can be, I, 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 I don't want to fuck your pussy. It's your pick, ladies. <laughs> Do you know how easy it would be to be bad at comedy but great at the same time? Like, just do everybody coming. Like, this is Adam Sandler. I'm, oh, here comes the calm. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll never go anywhere. So that's one of the weird things about comedy is you can be a destroyer, but nobody's going to be like, let's get this guy right. something. There's there's also something where, like, I'll ask my wife. My you wife. Know, <laughs> Knuckles. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll ask her, like, you know, where something is before I even bother looking. But, and she goes, you, you didn't even try looking for it. But, you know, like, whenever you help somebody out and they go, thank you, and you feel good? Yeah. I'm trying to let my wife feel good, like, all the time. There you go. That's You're welcome. Well, that was the Simpsons thing. Homer oh, yeah? says he was trying. It was. Remember when the I'm not shitting on the Simpsons now. Mm-hmm. I hate people that shit on current Simpsons and SNL. Like, it's not as good as it used to be. Shut up, you fucking old piece of shit. Like, people love it now. People love SNL yeah. now. And I'm sure some people love the Simpsons. I just don't watch it right now. But there was people, a, some people like different things. Some people don't, you said. You, you 
are a sharpshooter. Every time I look, I don't even see you slicing me with the sword. Every time I look over at you, you're putting a bloody sword back in its sheath. And I'm just, I look down and it's me you've sliced. But I'm feeling a catharsis as I drain out. Uh, what that was, was I saying? very poetic. Thank you. I'm feeling, well, I did spend the night in Santa Monica. Oh, okay. I didn't have sex. Right. Um, uh, I had a couple things. Well, Homer is depressed. Like back, this is what I was going to say. The Simpsons used to have like enough time because now it's been cut down more commercials to like have these plots with like meaning and, and substance. And Homer was like, I don't know what I offer you, Marge. Like, I don't know why you're with me. And like he leaves and like stays in a motel and thinks they're going to get divorced and stuff. And at the end, what he realizes is that he offers Marge complete and utter dependence. That's what he says. He's like, that's what I give you. I See? give you the feeling of helping a bumbling idiot. I know. I, I pity your species. We're, we are a bumbling, bumbling group of idiots. But you know, we, we, uh, we encourage it a lot of times. And we have to, because we, we were encouraged to be, you know, the loving one and just, you know, be very forgiving. Sure. Because otherwise, how are you going to get married? Right, right, right. You know, so I had to get myself out of it. And Keith was not enjoying the process. I was like, you know what? I have to be my own woman. Yeah. And uh, maybe you should find you're a second sneaker. Thank you. Yeah. There's, yeah. I, I, this relationship stuff is heavy. I, I will say that there's mental energy. Attracting guy, the guy that did the attracting that wants to go to the quarry that we were talking right, about right. earlier, has more mental energy. Why? Because he has the time to sleep as much as he wants and he hangs out with his friends. He's getting his needs yeah. met. Yeah, he, he wasn't, and he wasn't up late fucking his wife. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> I really doesn't have just anybody. giving his wife the business. He went to bed at a reasonable time. He played Grand Theft Auto, and he woke up, and then he, he was like, oh, I'm going out with Beth tonight. I'm going to come up with some conversation pieces and some anecdotes, and I'm going to order for her if she likes, if she likes. You know what I mean? Like, you're just really not thinking about pushy, it. Not too pushy. Not too pushy. When it comes, I'm not going to insist on paying, but I'm going to say, sweetheart, just if you allow me, it would be a real pleasure to try treat you to this meal because thank you for taking the time to be with me this evening you look like an angel because <laughs> now the, my wife will be like oh you know where you at during this lunch you don't seem to be you don't seem to be there yeah I'm thinking if I'm going to open the door for you tonight is that, is that too pushy and will the pterodactyl they, my pterodactyls attacked my parents when they were dating them your parents <laughs> Not your great great grandparents. The They're one, all souls. Larry the pterodactyl, the one <laughs> remaining pterodactyl, is going around harassing parents and queens. He's the one that didn't know the war was over. But then a guy gets in a relationship. Now he's plugged in like like one of those old switchboards in Mad Men, you know, like yeah. the secretary. You're, like you're plugging in so many things that you used to have as RAM. Just I ram. like that Mad Men was the reference. I think it happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, in that make-believe world of advertising. Yeah, right. <laughs> Coke is it. <laughs> then I just, why did I plug Coke at the end? But one of those switchboards, yeah. you're plugging in all these different things that you weren't before. Because now you're merging with this person. Sometimes, and this isn't every relationship, but she's taking more of your energy. She wants you to learn shit that you didn't give a fuck about before. That's what made you appealing. And now you're learning her fucking friends' names and her <laughs> fucking favorite yogurt and all this oh my bullshit. God. All this head <laughs> trauma of learning names of other human beings that mean something to somebody. Oh, For what those, a fucking bitch. I, I'm not even saying what a fucking bitch, but yeah, a little bit. No, I'm kidding. But like, For those new, for those of your audience new to us, uh, Kenda's being sarcastic. Kenda.com. Yeah. <laughs> no Is one it? knows how to spell it. No. Is it C T H C C C T H S? There's no way to know. 
<laughs> How can we know? We've made peace with that. She puts her personal diary at Hemda.com because who cares? How are you going to find it? It's like the movie Gravity. We'll never know. How is it really? Yeah, because you won't schedule a movie anymore. I remember when you scheduled a movie, okay? When you, you know, took some time. I will bring it back to that. That There is a little bit of bull. I, I actually hate men. As a group, I'm not a big fan of men because one of the things we do is surrender. We will give in. I don't know. Women can be terrible as well. I'm, I'm thinking about like long. No, but we were just talking about that on our show. Marriages where people will really just eat shit and die. And it, yeah, yeah. Both people are unhappy. The woman becomes the domineering mother. That right. She doesn't like that role. When did she ask to be the one that goes, Larry, pick up the fucking wheat thins? She doesn't yeah. want to be that bitch. And Larry doesn't want to have that Pavlovian response to yeah. hearing his name from this fucking cunt that he used to love. You know what I mean? It's terrible. We both decayed. But I think, mate, I'm going to put this to you. Okay. The answer might be we need to stop looking at it as like merging companies where it's like you need to come into every mm. aspect of my life. I'm going to rewrite the things I don't like about you. I'm going to own you and change you, I really think there might be something to surrendering and going, I, I love you. I want to own you. You are mine and, and my own and my precious and all that good stuff. Right. I take you to TGI Fridays. But also having a little bit of a Zen understanding going, you are your own person and I release you. You know, you know what I mean? So the man can go around being faithful. I'm not talking about fucking. I'm talking mm-hmm. about just feeling like I am a person but I'm not in captivity. You know what I mean? It's not right. It's not that I'm stuck in a marriage. It's that I'm with a person. It's that I found this person that I love. But, like, the feeling of being owned is where I think resentment starts to grow and some right. sort of obligation. What's, what's sadder or more pathetic when you see a woman tearing the man down in public? I, That's it's, the It's worst, sad. It's yeah. bad. Well, there is something kind of weird. Like, if you really want to get weird, I guess from an evolutionary standpoint, you're seeing a, a creature. Not not all men. Like, women are very strong, and, and I'm not trying to make a stereotype that they're, like, dainty little flowers. But if you see a gigantic man, I've had girlfriends much, much smaller than me that I was so afraid of that I thought they could physically destroy me. And yeah. I'm sure people could have seen us fighting on the street and been like, that giant man, from an evolutionary yeah. standpoint, could rip this fucking... She yeah. was a, mean person that's a, that's rip her apart yeah. but instead he's he, you can see his balls sucking into that space where your balls fit my wife is very tiny <laughs> if we ever get into a fight i'm like can we walk past the mirror yeah i could kill yeah, you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Forget i could kill yeah, you. yeah yeah we've lost touch with that idea <laughs> right. which, which is you know but we never think like that we never think oh uh i shouldn't get into a fight with someone because they're so much bigger than me because we never think punches are going to be thrown i noticed that guys do that like you know uh, uh, uh please don't talk to that guy he's so much bigger than me i'm like right. why what's gonna happen right, right, right. <laughs> so what is his brain bigger than you <laughs> right, right, right. you are a man yeah. you are so wonderful yeah. and he's gonna know that oh god <laughs> that is women x-ray yeah. specs you just gave us that is such an insight into how you guys are it's like what's the big deal you're a big man in your heart you're so strong <laughs> and wonderful hey you Fuck you. Well, now you go take care of him. <laughs> men do have that. This is a story that terrified me when I was in Melbourne. Melbourne. Mm. You don't say Melbourne. It's, no. not, it's not the Jason Bourne films. Right. <laughs> the Melbourne identity. Hey, hey, me. Hey, we man. Why did you give him a chain me? I can't do the accent. Hmm. Why am I so good at fighting with a book? 
But you have their face down. Yeah. yeah. If you could see this. <laughs> yes, see, yeah. that's why I was giving a show. Is people were like, what are the faces yeah. he's making? I thought I was transported, really. I just <laughs> thought I was right there. Just looking at you. That impression was so good. The toilets flushing downstairs are going the other way. That's how laser that impression was. So I was in Melbourne, and we heard this story about this, like, fucking jacked motherfucker, like, Muscle Beach style, right. who went into a bar... It was probably drunk or high or something. And was just going around to guys with their girlfriends and like feeling up the girls in oh front of God. them while looking at the guy. Oh. Just kind of being like, what are you going to do? Because men do have that fucking horrible elevator moment. You're like you're yeah. instantly just like, well, I'm stuck in an elevator. I oh, hate that story. That's terrible. My friend Michael Shea, very funny comedian, uh, and I don't know. Um, he was like somebody. You got. He's like you're gonna lose the fight, but you have to fight. Is yeah. what he said. I think he's I would like, kick him in the balls to just kind of kickstart it. No, is that a bad idea? Ten, Help me uh, out. Steroids have taken those to the size of lentils. You're gonna have to have like pinpoint accuracy. Okay. Yeah, and maybe he that. wouldn't hit you. It's us that have to do the fighting. And any you know, even if he just like grabbed your ass and that's it. And any woman would say, you know, you're bigger than that. Don't do it. But I even though. And, it, w- it would and be. And w- women in my audience got upset at this, but even though they'll say they don't want you to fight, deep down, even if they don't know, they want you to fight. No. They'll look at you like you're a pussy. I disagree. I disagree. Women I... don't know what they want. Thank you, Hamda. Thank you. That's a great statement, Thank right? Thank you, Hem. Yeah. Hem. <laughs> like, you wouldn't look at your guy forever like he's a pussy if you just, you're, he felt me up and you couldn't do anything about it. I'm glad you didn't. We're right. so much bigger today, knowing that I'm a victim and you can't do anything about it. It's like uh, the movie Crash, where the cop feels the girl up in right. front of the guy and he's just kind of emasculated by yeah. it. There's something about the violence of sex. Like, sex is kind of a violent act. If you look at it, there's right. a lot of pounding and thrusting. and Stabbing. Th- and stabbing. That's and- funny. That's how you look at it, but okay. <laughs> I follow. I'm just saying it's an aggressive act. Maybe right. not violent, but aggressive. I remember on The Sopranos, I just love The Sopranos so much, there's that scene where um, this uh, cop or politician guy starts dating Tony's ex-guma. All right? right. So it's this woman that he really had this strong relationship with. He really loved her and, and whatever, but they stopped seeing each other. And he's just like, <laughs> Tony, I just want you to know... No disrespect, I'm seeing you, old Guma. <laughs> the face. If you guys saw the face, you'd be if like... you could have seen the face, the toilet is flushing marinara sauce downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> they were so excited about this face. So, uh, and Tony, one of the great things about The Sopranos, one of the reasons I always bring it up is it, it, it takes into account that we're often in different moods. He was in a good mood when the guy told him, and he was like, God bless, don't worry about it, it's fine, don't, thank you for being honest. Not a good Tony Soprano. And then later... He's frustrated, right? And it's not that he's frustrated about that news, but he's frustrated about something else in his life. So now he's feeling stressed. And what he does is he uh, goes to where they are, the Guma, his ex, his, I'll say girlfriend, I don't right. know why I'm trying to be all Italian. Mistress. His, his ex-mistress and this guy. And he goes in and uh, takes his belt off and spanks the guy, mm. like grabs him and holds him to the bed and spanks the guy, which is kind of a sexual thing right there. Okay. It just feels like silverback gorillas. You understand? Right. It's going back to that alpha sort of stuff. And he, and he humiliates him in this situation. And then I think it's a couple weeks later, 
it's referenced that that man wasn't able to achieve an erection for months after mm. that because of the humiliation of that. So when you are accosted by this man in Melbourne who feels up your girlfriend and mm. you don't fight him, fucking is happening. That's that's sex. Right. Not not sex isn't the only thing that's sex. That's a sex thing. It's a little bit of a rape and it's a little bit of him fucking you as well, the man mm. as well. You're getting raped. You're both kind of getting raped. I, I'm not trying to put down rape, but you understand how it's sure. violating in sure. that way. Of course, you're you're and, sexually assaulting someone, right? Yeah, but then also you're the man in that situation is being sexually assaulted. I'm saying psycho- he's doing it on purpose. Yeah, he's he's yeah. belting you basically, yeah. and psychologically the man is being like molested. You know what I mean? He's he, taking your erection. He's stealing your ability because a man has to achieve mm-hmm. an erection, and that's a psychological thing. So he's kind of going into your chemistry <laughs> and being like, "Really, you're the guy that gets to fuck this? Look at how big I am. I could rip your dick yeah. off." And in that situation, I'm I I spend a lot of my time thinking about those scenarios. I don't know what I would do. It really depends on how I feel. I guess in the moment, I'd like to think I was raised. I went to a Quaker school. I'm like nonviolent and all that sort of stuff. I've never fought anybody in my life except like a little scuffle here and there mm-hmm. in college, but like uh, nothing ever serious. I in that moment, if I didn't try and hit that guy with a chair or something, to, you know, even right. the playing field. I don't know how the fucking's going to be that night. Right. I, I feel like I feel like every guy can remember some, uh, you know, let, there's some time you were supposed to step up to the plate and you didn't because you were the bigger man. But looking yeah. back, you're like, I just used that as an excuse and I didn't stand up. And you think right, about like that for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I don't like when people react that way because it makes me more scared. You just escalated a situation that we could have walked away from. Well, that's that true. Now we have, if we walk away, guaranteed we're okay. If you start this thing, I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know when to jump oh, in, if yeah. I'm supposed well, that's to. That's the thing. You know what they I mean? w- the, even if it's subconscious, the women want you to jump in. You, I have, don't. Y- you have to win. If you lose, it's worse. I yeah. think if you Let lose, me it cl- might be a little bit better. I think lo- that's what Michael Shea. Was saying he was like you might get your ass kicked, but you can't just you can't yeah. just surrender in that moment. I'm going to tell you that I'm going to say eighty percent likely in that situation I would surrender. I would just be like, what? okay. Bill Burr has a great bit about this about uh, seeing somebody getting accosted on a train, and it was an old old bit. I actually saw him before I had ever done stand up do this bit, and it's so okay. funny. That's how I remember it's on the train at the subway in New York, and the girl's going, "Oh, stop it! You're hurting me!" Just like that oh sort of God. situation. And his whole thing was I could stand up and try and help her, but he's like, in my mind, I'm just doubling the work for the paramedics. <laughs> like, it's just like, <laughs> that's still going to happen, and I'm going right. to also get my ass kicked. He's also going to disrespect me, and maybe I'll die? Like, I can't stand all those stories about bar fights where it's just like, and he hit him just the perfect way, yeah. and his eyeball <laughs> shot into his brain, and then the brain fell into his dick, and he actually came his own brain, and everyone watched, and for some reason, his brain malfunctioning as he was coming his own brain, he said, I'm Angela Lansbury, and I've always been gay. So I don't know what they, what to make of that, but we do have it on YouTube. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Or he could have walked away and maybe taken a break from... Fucking your girlfriend well for a few work weeks. One time, a guy was accosting my uh, my wife, and I just said, uh, you know what? 
let it happen. Let's be the bigger people. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, did <laughs> well, that happen? No, we would <laughs> oh. never. Wait, you would you would instigate? You would go for it? Not, in, well, not, not instigate. You're, you're reacting. Yeah, I think I think I'd have to. I I have. You're the a mentality. big dude. Look at those guns, though. Wow, well, shucks. Guns. Come on. Yeah, and you're and you're that like I, your hair is thinning in that good way, in that Jason Statham way. I hope you don't feel weird Thank that you. I said that. You're that good looking. I know. Of, I shaved my head. You know. Yeah, but you but you're doing it in the classy way. Thank you. <laughs> I like that Thank a lot. I, I, and that only makes me more. Alone. Yeah, I just kind of want to. <laughs> I don't want to nap on a man. I look in the gay file all the time. You know what I mean? I'm like, am I not gay? I just, it just doesn't. I wish it did. It would be this whole other world for me to explore. You'd have a nice man to protect you. If, yeah, that's right. Which one of, oh, in a gay situation. Well, that's that, a whole nother thing. Well, you can always cop out. Just go, you got this. You're a man. Ah, You're all man. Well, that would be great. He comes in and feels up a man like the weirdest gay bully. <laughs> Just like, oh, you like this? It's a woman. In that, <laughs> it's a lady comes in. What are you oh going to do God. about it? Well, we once saw a couple. They were clearly a couple, and they were fighting to the point where we called the police, right? We're, we're sitting in a restaurant. We get up to go outside. That. Yeah. Ugh. And we're thinking, okay, we got to get in the middle of this. And then we, we look for a second, just, hey, do they need our help? Does she need our help? Because he didn't have his hands on her, it just looked very threatening. He was drawing pictures of what he was going to do. Right. This is us in a moment if people don't intervene. And so, but we noticed that she's, as soon as he just takes it down a hair, she instigates more. Oh, to start it up again. Yeah, Pushes and, him or yells at him. Yeah, and we're thinking she could walk away. This is their jam. You know what I mean? This is what they do. Right. And if we get in the middle of it, she's going to be pissed at us. Yeah. It just, you know, and it's a weird thing to say out loud into a microphone like, no, 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 she's got this. You yeah, know? well, it was but, interesting to notice almost like a, like a, like a, what, what was that? Jane Goodall with the apes. You were like kind of watching and being like, no, yeah. no, no. This is her habitat. Right. Yeah. Like she wants this to happen. I did get involved once. <clears throat> and, uh, Isn't you know, that weird to got, say? The oh, guy's yeah. like pushing a girl, like really harassing. And and I said, uh, you know, like, I'm ready to fight. And I'm like, all right, that's enough. And then and then she looks at me and goes, fuck you, asshole. And I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck, hit her. Yeah. <laughs> Can I actually bring it back to The Sopranos? This is another uh, explanation of my... We either. assume anytime we say hit her, you, I'm going to go into The Sopranos. Well, yeah. yeah, it's happening. <laughs> what other Did reference? you guys watch The Sopranos? Yeah. Oh, I love every, so every episode. It's so good. Well, re- you might remember this one. This guy, minor character. Whenever you see a minor character on The Sopranos, mm. you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. This guy's getting iced. We got a red shirt. Yeah. <laughs> a red shirt? Is it a red shirt? What the does Star that mean? Trek characters that uh, you knew they were going to die that day? No, is that a thing? Like everybody, I think had the yellow shirts. Yes, and then you'd have like we're going, we're let's put together an away team and grab this guy. He's wearing a yellow shirt, and you're like, I don't know this guy, and he's going to die from the uh, monster. Yeah. Perfect. Well, this guy's wearing a red shirt for sure, and this is what it is. He's coming out, and there's a couple fighting, and uh, he. Oh my god, I, this was so scary to me. He doesn't even intervene. He's just in his car, and the girl is fighting with this guy, and just she gets in in his car. And just goes, please drive me away. You got to drive me away. And he's like, sweetheart, I don't know you. I mean, you should figure it out with your guy. But before he can even finish that, he's hitting the guy with like a club or something. And basically fucks him up brainily. brainily. So that that is just an... I, I hate putting these thoughts out into the universe for people to live with more fear in their lives. But like that is, that is at, uh, that's a concern, I suppose. Yeah, when we get to my car, I just crash the fucking car because it's not worth whatever's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kill yourself immediately. <laughs> Can you drive me away? No problem, sweetie. 
<laughs> then he's just beating your, your corpse. <laughs> oh, he beat me through it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right. I gotta go the Woody Allen movie. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Eevee, foggy, Very nice. So I take it you've been in some scuffles. Uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes. Oh, please allow me to, uh, uh, to at least veer this into a good story. So do you remember the laundromat story where you heard a scuffle happening? Yeah. Tell that story. Uh, I walked in. He's very modest. He's going to half say it. And I'm, I'm just so you know, if you half say it, I will intervene. Oh shit. (laughs) I walked in on what was about to be a rape. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And That's almost like a tough guy fantasy. I mean, in a fucked right. up way, you want to be that sort of hero. But I, but like the the guys like has has the woman's skirt up. She's obviously fighting. There's well, you walked guy into there. the laundromat. And you could hear something, yeah, and then yeah. when you walk closer, here's the visual. Yeah, and uh, and you, we we end up fighting. Uh, one guy had like a. There's more than one fella. There's two two guys. Yeah. Two guys. Yeah. Oh my god! And her, weren't her pants down? At, like it yeah. was for sure. Yeah, yeah. Th- there was about to be penetration if there wasn't. Yeah, dicks. I, I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, dicks. dicks. Dicks, dicks were, were involved with these guys. Yeah. No, he, was, he wants to know if they were out already. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh his god. dick was out. Yeah. Oh and god. so the other guy had a bat, and uh, and I get the bat from him. How do you what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like he like he first he hits you right. He like, hits it. Yeah, he hit me in like the side and like the back and the side, and then I then I got the bat. And then I and then I I need him in the dick, and then I it, well he, it's out so you know he yeah, didn't sure. have his out and then I'm like and then I had his head and I'm slamming it into my knee oh. or vice versa and oh. just over and then I'm like <laughs> take your choice and then it gets to a point where I'm like I can do this forever I feel like you know until <laughs> the other guy you know finishes so then he's on the ground wait and, the other guy's still going at the girl no the other guy's like. Uh, Gathering on his drawers. Exactly. Yeah, switching uh, modes. Yeah. And then uh, he goes to fight me. And then he, oh, no, he says, he goes, uh, oh, you, you fucked up. You really fucked up. And then he leaves. And then he he left. And then I go out with the girl. The the, the guy I was just fighting. Wait, the other the guy ground. left? The other guy left. And, and then, knee face is just on the ground? Knee face is on the ground. <laughs> we leave. I call the police. Uh, uh, police come in. This is before cell phones. So. Yeah, that guy's not, that guy's off the ground. He that guy's gone. But they had cameras. Uh, the the woman went with the police. I heard that uh, there were no uh, charges pressed. This was so long ago, though, that I don't know if anything came of it. Whoa. You know what I mean? But there were cameras in the laundromat. And did she know the guys? Uh, I I have no idea the story. Wow. Holy yeah. shit! You're a hero. Yeah, she was probably she'll probably go. Hey, asshole! Is this how? You... It's a fun thing we do. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Well, I, was... I, I mess up the laundry. Yeah, <laughs> I get disciplined by him and his buddy. Did you ever say in the story you're about to get permanent pressed? Oh, god. <laughs> <laughs> I did say something. You know what? I did say something corny, like, like. Don't you do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help it. In the, your yeah. fight or flight. It's not fight, flight, and write right. great lines. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember, like, I was, I was robbed on the street once. Uh, two, what? Two guys. By the way, how, I, I, let's guys. go to the robbing, but how sure. grateful was the girl? Was she flipping out? No, she was, yeah, she was very grateful. Did yeah. you date for, casually for six months? <laughs> no, I never saw her again. Never saw her again. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't even think. Take my number just in case. Yeah. It's probably, oh, guys are probably creepy right now. Hey, there. I know you almost got got raped, but uh, don't I look good right now? But, I mean, I get that I have the same part 
that was about to yeah. get inside of you yeah. with no... And I have the face blood of your rapist on my knee. <laughs> right. Yeah, wow. yeah. Jeez. I'm and never going to wash these the, pants. The thought I could do this forever is <laughs> like the craziest, <laughs> like you're kind of like in a groove. Yeah, I'm like, like, the fuck out. Like, how did I... I'm not really a fighter. Like, how did I just do this? <laughs> <laughs> this is wrestling. <laughs> it's real wrestling. Yeah. You were really kneeing his fucking yeah. face. And I, and I asked her, I go, aren't you glad I wasn't the bigger man? Yeah, <laughs> that would be amazing. You didn't try to negotiate it. Yeah. There was another time where I was, it was like three o'clock in the morning. Oh, Keith was hanging get... out with his friend yeah. and, and, and all of a sudden, uh, and so he calls me and he's like, I don't know where I am. And then he goes, oh shit, I'll call you right back. And then mm. he calls me back in about 10 minutes. Some guy attacked him. Yeah. And he had to fight him real quick. <laughs> this this guy, like a bum. What? He, he yeah. keeps, I guess you you got off the now. phone because you saw a scuffle coming? No. no. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah Let I me call scuffle. you right back. A guy just keeps coming up to me. And I'm like, all right, I don't know what you're doing. You're, you're walking a little creepy towards me. And he just keeps going. I'm like, I think we have to fight if you keep. And I'm backing up. I'm like, if you keep coming towards me. And he just keeps coming. I'm like. Homeless guy? Yeah. But I'm like, you really look like. You have fight in your eyes or whatever. He just keeps coming, gets up to my face, and I don't know if he touched me, pushed me, or what. And then I, I punched him and I pushed him into the like this magazine stand, empty magazine stand, like a Spider Man movie. I guess so. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Garbage and fruit went everywhere. <laughs> Two guys were carrying a plate glass window. It was like level one of Paperboy, and I tossed him right into it. No big deal. Open manhole. I was, I was, I was saying how uh, you know the. The stuff you don't you don't mean to say. Yes, I wish I had the the better quips, but when I guys have pulled out two guns and they go, you know, give me your wallet, and I go, come on, guys, <laughs> that's my ID and stuff. <laughs> I've always wondered if you could negotiate some sort of like, could I just take my license? Just... He did. I I did actually. I, uh, you did. Well, well, not deliberately. I opened my wallet and I did. You know what? I am conscious that I don't want to get an ID again and you know mess with credit cards, whether they can use them or not. Two guns pointing at him. Yeah. Yeah. But Took I, out. Go. Well, they he, yeah. Take take it out and then I'm I'm stopping. I'm like thinking about it and I'm like, okay, do I? I could let's see. I Are could, they serious? I could double punch the guns, then double uppercut double the people. Double punch. <laughs> There's no button on double dragon. Double punch. You're Not making up new moves. Do double punch. I'm like, all right. If I flip that car over, ah! and I'm like, all right. I, and and you know, I mean, it's probably a couple of seconds, but it feels like forever. I'm sure. Like, all right. Why did I even have time to think of all that? Yeah. Right, let's really think. Could I get out of this? Yeah. And then some guy comes by and they point the gun at him like a conveyor belt and goes, give me your money. And the guy goes, ah, oh, no English, no English, and keeps going. I'm like, oh, I guess it's too late to me to say no. Because <laughs> I already said, come on, guys. What? Gun is the universal language. <laughs> I don't. I'm not I... Bing, bing. What does that mean? <laughs> you give me your wallet? <laughs> <laughs> In Russia, mugger gives you wallet. No good. That was no good. So, so I open up the wallet and I take out my money, which, by the way, happened to be, and I, for whatever reason, I just saw me a one hundred dollar bill, and then I put the wallet back to cut ahead, and I just had, got off work. Yeah, and I had a, a one dollar bill still in there, so I could have gave that instead. But anyway, I, I give the bill, and then I put it in. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Before I take out my wallet, he, the the two guys, because I'm taking forever, they cocked the guns, oh. and I'm like. Could I have fought you before you cocked the guns then? Yeah. You know, you ever right. see a movie and you're like, they cocked the guns like, oh, so you didn't really right. have them dead to rights? Uh, so then I put, uh, I put the wallet back in my pocket and then one, one says, uh, 
uh, you know what? Take us get get the whole wallet. Get the whole wallet. And the other one goes, yeah, yeah. I take. And I go, uh, and yeah, yeah. See, he's right. Give us the whole wallet. <laughs> take the whole wallet. And he cocked the Tommy gun yeah. he had. And I, and I go, <laughs> and I go, come on, guys. That's my ID. And and they go, okay. <laughs> they did. They you listened know, to reason. Yeah, they go, okay. No, we, no one wants to stand in that fucking line. Those guys are assholes. Uh, <laughs> I've wondered about getting my phone stolen and taking a moment to turn the password on. Like, okay, oh yeah, yeah. you get on my phone. <laughs> let me just set a password real quick, or like erase the phone. Be like, no right. problem. Let me just. Uh, <laughs> I got go. I got a chick's number last night. Can I just real quick? Like, you have to respect you have that. To appeal to that. Yeah, you know how hard it is to meet people in this city. I'm over in Astoria, and you know the cute train and the fuck train? You mean the friendship train? And then you hug and then it, the credits roll. I mean, you know what you should say next time you get ro- uh, robbed is mm-hmm. go, I stopped a rape and they right. give you $100 and then they go, thank you, Mr. Mayor. I like this plan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes, knee face? Oh, shit. It's goddamn knee face. It's knee face mouth. <laughs> Terrifying. By the way, I, if I did ever see that girl again, I would definitely wear those pants with blood on the knee every day. Like super bad. Like, right. <laughs> you just have that little smear of blood on you and be like, remember no, that? <laughs> and you could just point to it any argument you had. Be like, oh, I didn't take out the garbage? Uh, maybe I should do some laundry today. <laughs> oh, shit. Wash off knee face from my knee. How you doing, sweetie? <laughs> you would have the upper hand for the rest of right. your life. <laughs> what a terrible thing. To say. What a terrible way to negotiate. How could you use stopping a rape to your advantage? But the, I framed the, the book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Lifetime original movie. Over one copy. So <laughs> how do you use stopping a rape to your advantage? Sexually and sensually. So, um, are you also married? I'm engaged. Engaged. Yeah, yeah. That's an uh, interesting engagement ring. Right well, it's it's actually going to be our wedding band. This is Lauren's, and Lauren has mine. Lauren? And we're gonna Yeah, and uh, transgendered male living in a female body. Who is my fiance? Your fiance yes. is a trans. This is interesting. <laughs> has this ever come up on your podcast? No, we just ignore <laughs> everything. You gave me the scoop. <laughs> no, one, no one ever went. Lauren? <laughs> Something's clicking you, say. <laughs> Lauren, uh, I, I'm so bad at this stuff. No, I'm bad at family trees and also like, uh, what can I say, non-typical sexuality? Yeah, and transgender trees, we call them. Trans, trans no. trees. Yeah. Tree, trees gendered. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Keep going, you'll so find L- it. Lauren was born a woman? Yeah, oh, and born in a woman body. Born in, okay, in a, I do want well, to learn how to In a whole this. woman body. She came out with everything. No, uh, she was born in a female body, but uh, ha- is male-brained. male brain. Yeah. Got that male brain, girl. Yeah. Is not transitioning, but... Remaining in a woman's body. Yes, but is male. So female sexed, uh, male gendered. But So gender is inside? Yes. Gender is in our hearts. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Talk, yeah. talk about how you're you're having sex, or you just had sex. Oh, uh, okay. So, um, so when we when we first started dating, we didn't know the word transgender. You know, Lauren, as a kid, was always waiting for his penis to come in, but it never happened. But didn't know that that was a thing, and that other people felt similarly. Or you know, there's a word Wait, for it. Even when when I say he, yeah, even when he was little. Uh, really young yeah remembers being like where's my dick yeah that's crazy yeah and then you know when when uh like around 11 or 12 when other parts start growing how do you bring that up you're just like so fellas your dick's come in yet (laughs) (laughs) you guys got that dick yet (laughs) ah yeah you know you know i do a great lauren impression (laughs) oh god 
I was about to make out with you. That's so <laughs> it's like spot on. He's here. Isn't that Absolutely. crazy? Absolutely. You have the same coloring, so it really helps. Do I? Yeah. He's yeah. A, a yellow man. Yeah. Kind of pinkish. Pinkish hue, yellow, yeah. sure. And yeah. then I get redder as the interview goes on. Yes. <laughs> so he's waiting for his dick to drop. So <laughs> Which by the way is kind of maybe that was confusing because people talk about balls dropping. Yeah. And oh. I was just talking about that space Good where point. your balls fit. Have you ever done this? This is a question I've never asked anyone. You can put your dick and balls back in your body. I, I, haven't, no. I haven't done it in a very long time, but you can, yeah. All the way? Sure. I remember being little and doing it. There's, there is room for it in here. I don't want to brag. But you could but never there's get no room for it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Your big Italian sausage. Oh, Brazil. Well, I did it when I was young. I haven't, it would be uncomfortable. You, nobody wants to be smushing and What scrubbing. made you do it? Just because it's there? Yeah, you're a kid and you're like, what is this? Uh, and there's an area. Where can I put it? Yeah, I where... tried to put my boobs back in. <laughs> you can't do it. No. There's no but your balls no. do drop and they're dropping from an area in between your pelvis. Never Look at a skeleton. Of that. Look at a skeleton. There's no bone to stop it. There's an area. That's so interesting. I I love that it's you know there was the language of oh my balls drop so maybe yeah, your Lauren balls was. Do, your balls literally do drop oh. and that and I'm thinking that maybe she's like or he was like uh, at some point it all drops yeah that wow. is a, that's a weird conversation to have with yeah. your fellow friends so here's what what Keith is referring to is so mm. at that point we didn't have um we didn't know what trans was and and I just thought you know I'm about to have sex with a girl you yep. know and so. Uh, we do it, yeah. Were you were you bisexual when you were with Keith? I never considered. Well, I not never. I I thought maybe I was bisexual, but I had slightly messed around with a couple women, or you know. Can we can we say it then? You were bi curious. The funniest, the funniest thing. You were bi curious. I don't know. I was you just were bi- horny. Curious. I yeah. was just. Um... You wanted to rub it on something. Yeah, yeah. Smooth or bulbous, it didn't matter. I, yeah. Inward, was... outward. Somebody wants to touch me. Okay. <laughs> Can you help me put my boobs back yeah. in? <laughs> Can you? Someone's going to be able to do this. I just have to keep trying. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, one time, very, very early on, maybe it's the first handful of times, not even, that we had sex. And afterwards, I go, you know, we're, we're laying there in bliss, all naked. And and I go, yeah, you don't, I don't know, you don't feel like a girl. Mm. And so, and and just as I the said it. The lips on her to say that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as not it comes out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you say for girls, not the balls? <laughs> that, yeah, I say they got lips. It's about respect. <laughs> <laughs> we have differences. The and... labia on this broad. <laughs> you believe this labia? Check out the cervix on old mouthy over here. <laughs> So you had the cervix I, to say you don't feel like a girl. Yeah, and then and then Lauren starts crying, and I go, "Why would anyone now say you that? feel like a girl? Yeah. <laughs> there you are, there you are. Oh, you're having an inappropriate emotional response. Now you a bitch, and then you just start slapping her. Terrible. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I thought Why I... did I say bitch? I just offended myself. <laughs> it was in character. Go on. I thought I had said the worst thing because I I just realized why would why would people say that? And then sure. and then Lauren goes. Oh my God, you see me. Uh, and I'm like, what are we talking about? And we have the first conversation. He's like, I never really felt like a girl and you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, this makes so much sense to me. So he was 
looking girly. I meaning wasn't butch, wasn't like um, short haircut or whatever. I, like I would vests. say, I would say neutral. You How know, it's a vests? little easier. No, no, no vest. vest. Yeah. A tie. A tie. Okay. Katie Lang. Yeah. Sure. But uh, I, I, I have to believe I've worn a tie. I'm not always the girliest. Sure. You know. So I don't know. Would you say? What would you say? Keith is like, please leave me out of this. Uh, I don't want to say. I'm not dating you. What the fuck ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> I don't have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not the girliest yourself, but uh, but he he uh, at the time wasn't necessarily like uh, overtly mannish. No, but and, and I wasn't also you know going well. How how mannish is the person I'm about to sleep with? I just go I don't for I need I need to get this right now, and I but for I whatever to, reason I have to think that as an introduction to lesbianism, a mannish girl would be like would be great. Who knows? Or like I don't a know. more. It's hard to talk about these things because what like, do we mean by mannish, I guess? That's I, the thing. Sports. I like gender neutral What people. could we mean? No idea. Uh, <laughs> you keep it real, and I like that. <laughs> I guess I do mean square jaw, like short hair, tie. <laughs> yeah, these, these sorts of things. Lauren had long, has long hair still. Small boobs is what I'm thinking. Not uh, just normal size, maybe my size, I guess. You know, I can't believe that we're talking yeah, about sure. Wah, wah, wee, wah. <laughs> Wawa well, well, we was back. <laughs> go uh, on. Oh, go on. Huh? Yeah, you I were think still I'm talking. Uh, I don't, I, you know, it, it wasn't that. It was just like I was having so much fun with this person. Yes. And I was so attracted. I, I didn't think why specifically I'm attracted to this person. I just sure. thought this is but so Laura, fun. But Lauren cries over it and then says, you're right. Yeah. And now yeah. you opened uh, his eyes. Yeah, so now I'm going to tell everyone in the room if they're male or female. Is everybody ready? <laughs> I have a superpower. I don't uh, think you guys understand uh, this. One of you's in for a big surprise. <laughs> it's weird to me, though, that like something is like mind-expanding and like evolved as being like gender is something in our hearts. It's weird that it also just conforms to male-female. You know what I mean? Doesn't it seem like it would warrant a dozen different things or like, like at least a percentage system? Yeah, Because I'm 70-30. I'm like a very girly guy. How I, many times have people called? Called you faggot. How many times do people call yeah. me faggot? Yeah. Not How many recently. times are, pe- are people accusing you of being gay that don't know you oh. because you're uh, maybe nice sometimes or I get it. I get you know? it sometimes. Yeah. So I don't know. I think there should be something in the middle. I think we should have yeah. a percentage system. I'm, I'm happy with my first thought, best thought. I, I, I put and it that like- they should wear it on a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like nobody fully. Well, some people do, but nobody fully identifies. What that's like a pagan thing is like the god that has the dick and the vagina sort of thing. That idea that we're all both. We're all a mix of both things. We all have feminine sides. That's why I love having women on the show is because I like gabbing. I, I, I was raised by my mother. I mean, my father was there, but like I really, we went on, people know this, we went on mom walks and like I, I still enjoy so nice. getting froyo and that sort of bullshit. And I've never been knee faced, you know, saying the day. <laughs> I just think like, I mean, if we're really going to redefine this stuff, it seems it, it seems like another uh, label to go into and be like, I'm I'm man in my heart. Man is a weird thing, right? Yeah, I guess. And and you know, now now pronouns are a much bigger deal. You know, and and I'm trying. I should to... have invested in pronouns. <laughs> Sell pronouns. <laughs> it's tripled in value. <laughs> 
So now I'm wondering sometimes if I'm just using the wrong pronoun for a lot of people because I don't know yet because they didn't come out yet because they're not telling me because I'm sure. not recognizing something. And right. so we just have to be a little more sensitive or, or let someone else tell us first and then we just respect that. But isn't it just all nonsense? I, I get why it would be a, a, a big deal to somebody. In fact, I've had a personal experience where I called a transgendered uh, woman he because I knew him longer as a he and that was a very emotional thing and like a big mistake that I had to like sincerely apologize for. But isn't it all nonsense? I mean, like he is just as much bullshit as she. I get that it means something. It's kind of like a trophy. It's like being seen. It's being acknowledged. We have these conversations where it's like, well, what's the point of sexism, you know, where, uh, you know, as as a male, Lauren goes, well, I'm a man because so that's why I'm doing this. And I'm like, you know what? You could be a man all day long. But um, that's that might be sexist to say we need to talk about that because, you know, I'm not one way or the other because I'm female or male. I'm just this way. I could be a more aggressive female. I could be, you know, a less aggressive. Fe- I could be I could be whatever I want. Well, you yeah. know? So it's so it also, you know, generates that kind of conversation. But I, that's fun, too. I guess I'm just wondering what we're talking about when we use those words. The only thing I can think that's like unique to females, you guys get the female intuition. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like really the only thing. It's like, oh, it's that female intuition I can tell. I don't know why I'm doing this voice so much this episode. <laughs> it's because you guys are from New York. But other than that, it's all gender is the first of many assumptions that build this, like, fucking assumption land that we live in. Uh, and I'm interested in breaking down assumptions. It is weird that you're imposed with a gender right at the beginning and that's kind of the first that's yeah that's your first bite of the bullshit buffet and Mm -hmm. i get it there are also benefits to living at the bullshit buffet we get to go like life is a little bit more simpler it's almost like a kind of stereotyping or something you go i'm a guy and you're a girl and i chase you and you squeal and we get married and boom you know what i mean (laughs) well even like clothes when you see people's uh t-shirts i like that like you're wearing a green eggs and ham t-shirt if i saw you on the street (laughs) I go, ah, that's a silly fun guy. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're not going to get into a fight. This guy's yeah, wearing... That's what this shirt is him. saying. This shirt yeah. says, relax. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a big guy, so it's fun to just be like, nobody's getting hurt today. You know what I mean? You no, got you're your right. Ed Hardy shirt comes by, you're like, this might be a fight. Right, right, right. I come by with my Gap shirt, and I'm just trying to get by. Yeah, everybody's just trying to get by. Yeah. I get that. No, that's why the Bullshit Buffet is nice. Right. Also, the Bullshit Buffet also wants to serve you the idea that uh, everybody wants to get married. Married and have kids. Like, that's another assumption from the bullshit. Yeah, we really need to stop doing that. You know, when are you getting married? I'm five. Right. Uh, yeah. It's terrible. No, it's, it's a real assumption that gets reinforced over and over and over. And also, uh, your sexuality is another one of those things. Boys will be boys. Like, yeah. Le- you know, like. Uh, and so women are forgiving in their relationship because, oh, come on, boys will be boys. Right. It's like, I think I'm being abused by sure. this boys would be boys attitude sure. because you're just supposed to sort of let it fall off of you because what do you expect? He's a guy. Right. I think it does go back to fucking like most things. Women being the long-suffering people that put up with bullshit gen- physically suffer and put up with bullshit. You bleed once a month. Oh, We're out terrible. there fucking raping the fields. You know, I didn't I shouldn't have said rape. I just mean like frolicking and fucking things. Just for lack of a better word. <laughs> I don't 
it must have been because we talked about it earlier. I don't normally go right to the R word. But then, like, women also ch- give birth, which is uh, reportedly the most painful thing. So that, I'm not saying it's good, but that's oh. what helped us form this idea. The dick does the fucking. So guys get encouraged to be arrogant, get encouraged to be aggressive, get encouraged to be decisive. And those are things linked with testosterone, which women have as well. But you can get knocked up and then you have to like nest and wait and nurture and then you feed and we all got here because of the inherent body compassion of a woman a man doesn't have to be there so that's where we get this like idea of a man and that's where we get the idea of the sweet angel and the princess that needs to be protected because for millions of years we've been protecting and helping you otherwise would all be gone well because physically you will be you know most men are going to be much stronger than me Right. Most. It's it's such a huge percentage. Even sure. when they look smaller or you, you yeah. know, they, they've never worked out in their life, they could probably overpower me. Right. So yeah, maybe that's where we get it from. You have the physical capability of protecting me. Mm-hmm. So uh maybe that's why you have to act like you always have to. Right. And that's why you act like your dick. The dick being yeah. the aggressor, mm-hmm. that thing that's protruding yeah. and women, <laughs> women being more inward their emotional life being more celebrated men being more outward flashy ah, the vagina goes in the vagina goes in and inward and it's a, and I, I i hate every uh, guy i ever did comedy with in my first 10 years their closer was about how the vagina was mysterious and where is the clitoris and all that sort of stuff but that being a bullshit premise the reason why it worked and that was why so many people's closers is there's something inherently true about that uh the, the women being mysterious the clitoris being a little bit more mysterious right. and harder to figure out and the man being so overt just like this is why we're here we're the meadow and we just blow the dandelion seeds all over the pretty flowers but i feel bad for men sometimes where you you can't have an emotion because you were taught not to and you can't express yourself and I feel like a lot of times when people fight physically it's because they just they they can't cry it's gonna come out right it's It's never for the that's what I said even in the Sopranos it's like he was fighting her later because he was mad about something else like men do have a harder time I think though because of the pterodactyls and and and, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) like new evolved manness People that listen to this show know it's, at least in my experience, it's been celebrated every time I talk about how uh, vulnerable I feel or how fragile I feel. And then we're going to have a resurgence the other way. The kids behind the kids that are growing up now are going to be like... I think are going to ba- go back to being tough guys. Uh, some, I think some of the kids right now are going a little too far with the, I'm just, you know what, I'm just going to be, they're, they're not standing up for anything sometimes because, you know, I'm just a sensitive guy. And I'm like, yeah, but still, you could be sensitive yeah. and do your fucking shit. Yeah. Still do your homework well, it anyway. Can, it can be a cop out. Yeah. It's a safe place. It's like me right. in the elevator going like, it's it's the pterodactyls. It's a valid point. It's a, right. it's a valid point. It's a good point. That's one of my points. Anyway, it's a, it's, a, uh, it's a cop out to go like, I'm a sweetie. There is an intellectual choice to go. I Like if Michael Sarah came up and started feeling you up and you were my girlfriend and I really wasn't like, I'm not going to attack you. That's a choice. That's me being right. compassionate and being the smarter person. But are we saying it's really Michael Sarah? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> It's Michael Zara if he never figured out he's a, a hilarious actor. Okay. So it's just in another, another <laughs> okay. universe. He just works at a grocery store bagging. You know what I mean? And he comes up and he's like, hey, look, I'm feeling your gross tits. <laughs> and, I don't, and I don't like take a moment to really joyfully pick him up and throw him into a ceiling fan. That's me being uh, a right. Quaker. That's me being a pacifist. But if somebody that's huge comes over and I conveniently go, I'm a love and not a fighter. I mean, that's right. not really as much of that's just I think what you're saying is a lot of guys 
are taking advantage of the times we live in. Well, you'll see people in those tight capri pants. And you're like, how are you ever going to knee a guy in the face multiple mm. times with those? You're giving yourself an out. But I, I also think, you know, women have been known for, to, to cry on purpose, you yeah, know, because sure. they, you know, it's like kryptonite to men. Well, this is the bullshit buffet. This is getting yeah, out of tickets yeah. and it's like, I'm a girl. And, and, and what is crying at a ticket? It's like, I, I carried you. I'm your mother. I'm every woman. <laughs> it's all in me. I'm just saying... The compassion that a cop feels for a crying woman isn't necessarily for that woman. It's reminding him of the whole reason that we're here. I'm thinking. I'm not saying he's consciously thinking that, but somewhere in his, I'm going to let you go. Why are you having grace for that? Because probably a woman had that inherent. The Dalai Lama said that's where we learn love is, is feeding from our mothers. We're like, I'm dependent on you. I'm crying and I'm, I'm, I'm useless. I'm powerless. And you saved me. A baby is saved by its mother. And that's why it's screaming, crying. It thinks it's dying and gets saved time and time again, again, and again, again. Several times a day, a huge Greek opera of a, did they do opera? A Greek tragedy play happens to a baby. And that's why women will always be what they are. And your dad was off, I don't know, drinking <laughs> Crown Royal. What, what do dads do? <laughs> <laughs> do you have any kids? Uh, do I have any kids? No. No. Uh, but I on? will, though. I, I did get a dog recently. And I, I have a theory. A starter kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what everybody's saying. I, I have a theory where when it comes to these early ages, a, a dog's more work than a kid. Because the dog, you got to pick up its shit and all this stuff. A kid, it's, you just take it out of the diaper. Yeah, right? you, there are no you dog leave it diapers. in the crib. They don't. My my baby wouldn't start crawling and nipping at my heels. Yeah, you that's know? true. Yeah, yeah, but they would pick up random stuff off the floor and just eat it. Lauren put a live cockroach in his face when I think he was like two years old. Just live, right in your mouth. He is a boy. <laughs> yeah, that's a boy. The parents knew right away. Uh, they yeah, could have made it we easier. We pan over to the dad. That's a boy. <laughs> and then he sees the camera. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, he sees the camera. Tomboy. Tomboy. Ah! Why did he see the, the key? Why is there a camera? That is so laser. That is unbelievable. Just Ch-ching. so funny. <laughs> and then he sees the camera. I make a lot of pan over jokes, and I, I've never heard Some, such a funny. Sometimes thing. they know you're there. <laughs> I, I, I mean, tomboy. Uh, I mean, boy. He ain't a, she ain't a fuck. Oh, and he bangs his head into the lighting room. <laughs> the booms in the shot. <laughs> Why is this a movie? <laughs> that's fucking fantastic. So you want to you. See, that's another, that's the next assumption. I'm, I'm taking us to the bullshit buffet where you're married, so then I'm like, well, obviously. It when are you going to have that babies? You, that you just want to be with somebody, but you have to breed with them. Yeah, except the thing is, you're right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now's not the time, but soon I'm sure we'll have kids. Yeah. We're, yeah. Not, we're not thinking about it, but I know it's going to happen. What, is, what does she do? Because I keep plowing it. You keep throwing it in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, chances Working. are. Something's got to stick, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Working the walls. Uh, she's an architect. Oh, God. She's an architect. Yeah. So really working those walls. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not out of line. Uh, <laughs> and she never is. Oh, God. That was horrible. So how does that sync up uh, with your lifestyle? I, I'm always curious with the creative peoples and, and finding right. love. I guess I, I should ask. You, uh, what no, Lauren does as well, and, she, an actor, so it's just as crazy. So, actor, yeah, go go back to Keith. It's gonna be she's, more. She's yeah, working sure. from home now. Uh, before, when she didn't, I would start work, work around twelve and get home a couple hours later than her. Yep. So it didn't mesh up as nice as it could have. But now that she works at home, you know, we're gonna be home at the same time. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's fantastic. I and then how it. did you meet? 
Uh, we did a Keith and the Girls show in London, and that was the first time I saw her. And then uh, time went by, and we're, we're chatting. What do you mean? You saw her in the crowd? Well, she said hi, like, after a show or something. That's uh-huh. the first time I met her. So you say hello after the show, and, and there's people, like, wanting autographs and photographs. Of course. Duh. Yeah, sure. And then uh, you, you meet. <laughs> Why do you make us say it? <laughs> so you guys are a big deal. <laughs> people know you. <laughs> and one At of least these, this one person, yes. This excited girl comes up to you and says. Well, uh, nothing. We just, uh, just said hi. We hit it off. Uh, she's Irish. Irish? Yeah. With the accent? Yep. Oh, not, not too thick, I think. Ooh, no, a, not, not too thick. A dusting. A dusting, yeah. 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 It's not dusting. A, it's sexy, but it's not annoying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Potatoes aren't falling out of her mouth. You Ireland, know what I mean? Ireland. Ireland. Oir, oir. For some reason, oh, it's man, sexier that... when she does it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Ireland. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> you have a Pavlovian just immediately at, at attention. So, uh, so uh, just time so went she by. Was and we she was a fan. She was a fan of yeah. yours. Yeah, and then one time she was in uh, New York interviewing uh, some great architect, and we met up, and uh, boom. Well, that, that seems like a lot of things before boom, because doesn't she live mm-hmm. in Ireland? She lives in Ireland. O- Ireland? No, Ireland. Ireland. I think in a different place. <laughs> 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 You're thinking like Melbourne. I wasn't ready for how funny you guys are. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> um, yeah, she lived in Ireland, and so we're we're just chatting back and forth. And I think she came to New York, and then we're like, you know what? I'm I'm into you. You're into me. Then she went back to Ireland. And then we're like, hey, who knows what's going to happen? But something's going on, and we just kept chatting. Yeah. yeah. So you had like a long disties. Yeah, very much. So. A lot yeah, of yeah, ch- yeah. chatting, g chatting. Yeah, and it's like even time wise, I think it was. Five hours ahead, and it's yeah. just it's just, oh, yeah. it's just a weird time. Like I think even if it was twelve hours ahead, that might be better. Eight a.m. Yeah. is eight p.m. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. So crazy. At least you don't have to think so hard about it. Right. <laughs> when I was in Melbourne, I just didn't do it. I was like, I think it's fuck it. I'm not talking right, to we're my done. parents for a month. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not happening. I just I use it as an excuse to really right. hold away. There's no way to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's gravity, baby. Would you Would you raise your kids Quaker? No, and I'm not a I'm not a Quaker, mm. but I mean like I, I have no I have no beef with the Quakers. I do enjoy their uh their uh, philosophies and whatnot. And their that uh, stick candy's pretty good. The Quaker you know I would have got oats. They they have uh, I know what you would have gone, but I lived around them too. They have stick candy. They have stick candy. Oh you mean like real Quakers. Yeah. Making yeah. like the stick candy. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Ten cents. Oh, okay. Yeah, Most yeah, people yeah. would go with the oats. Yeah. But you're better than that. I'm not hack. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know how long you were long distance before you got engaged. Did you get engaged while you were long distance? No. Um, How long, Hemda? I'm bad with time. Um, I, it was at least a year. Boys will be boys. Hemda? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have to keep track of your period and how long, which Her trimester you're in. November I don't have that yeah. so I don't know time. I'm just a dick raping in the fields. <laughs> <laughs> if you do it twice, it's not a mistake. You made it weird, baby. And I light a cigarette and flick it in a boat and it blows up. And then the cameraman leaves. <laughs> <laughs> he is a boy. <laughs> so many callbacks. I had a while. It was at, at least a year. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. I'm wary about the... I love a good long distance. I yeah. love a good. It's, it's very romantic. It's one of the last vestiges of yeah. like yearning. That and it means you're trying. It means you're definitely trying. They you're were smart. really good at it. I, you know, I, I, we've only been here not even a week, and I'm flipping out in and, LA. Yeah, and and trying to call Lauren, and then our service is bad, and yeah. I, I just want to kill myself every time. I'm repeating my line. Can you hear me now? Can you hear? I was just. I love you. No, I'm just saying I love you. You know what? I'll email you. Get just. 
please kill me. Oh, yeah. And this is this is overseas. They yeah. were really good. They would uh Sometimes you know, the phone would cut out. Like I'd be like you know what? I gotta be honest. I hate you. I was gonna say because I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this. Is, I thought you were saying it would cut out. You're like, I don't think this is working. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Me lucky Jones. Oh God! <laughs> I am a hack. I'm a hack. <laughs> I love it though. It's fun being a hack because <laughs> you can do anything. <laughs> you can just say the first thing. Adam Sandler coming. I just want to be a hack so bad. I hate trying to write innovative shit. So you, I'm just when you're in that special place of a long distance relationship. It's so romantic that that is the headspace of let's get married. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then you you did like sort of, you know, for lack of a better word, a trial because she was off from school for the summer. So she came and stayed. So they got to live with each other for about three months before she moved all the way here with like, okay, goodbye, my country. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely gave. We we didn't. I think we knew we were knowing that, hey, we're probably the one for each other. But. We're also practical. We weren't living together. Okay. So when we're living together and it's like, okay, this is Claire. This is – we're good together. Because her father washing his hands in a basin in the field mm-hmm. would be furious if his daughter – Right. Oh, yeah. That, that was pretty that was, good. Yeah, that yeah, was all right. Yeah, yeah. Was, was shacking up with a, you. Yeah. Maybe you're good at doing guys. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> <is> fantastic. <laughs> I, I, so we have about half an hour. I would never be so conscious of time. And apologies, we didn't even really talk about why I was late. They closed like every street in Santa Monica is like closed. That's on what I'm Sunday hearing, right? for oh, ri- no. rich people to do yoga in the streets. Why is that where you're going? Yes, <laughs> you might. That's okay. I think we left enough time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have to be there by. Uh, I'm on a panel at Podfest at noon. Okay, you'll be all right. Yeah. Okay. It took a, like I was. I allowed half an hour and it took 45 minutes. Okay, was, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, a lot of a lot of yoga in the streets. Uh, let's let's talk about God just so we don't run out of time. It can be a five. It doesn't have to be the 30 minutes, but I do want to get to it. Sure. It's the one thing that I like to talk about, and we have two of you, so mm-hmm. I have to assume you probably have different views. Well, uh, we're both atheists. Are you? Yeah. I don't, I don't be, she doesn't believe in God at all. I let myself believe in God just a little bit so that I can have something to hate. You want to hate God? Oh, fuck him. Like Harvey Keitel uh, in Dusk Till Dawn? Yeah, I want to. Oh, I absolutely I fucking believe in her. God and I hate him. <laughs> what are you? You're kneeing rapists in the face and, and shaking your fist at the everlasting father? Holy God, that is amazing. No, I am atheist and, you know. And but you're a Gnostic atheist. No, no, no I, I, I really, I really, mm-hmm. I was just being silly. I really oh. am atheist, but, and people would say, you know, why don't you believe in, in God and this and that? It's like, it, kind of like I was just saying, if. I did believe in your God. You don't want to hear what I have to say. To that God. Yes. Because so of all the suffering? Because of all the suffering, because of all the... Persecution uh, in I, his name. I, I think about the, the majority of bad things that happen in the world is because of religion. That's what I think. It's a pretty big statement, and I'm not the brain to compute if that's right or wrong. I do know that a lot... Of I looked it up. <laughs> the statistics are in. 87%. Yeah, what percentage man are you? The rest is pure greed. I feel like you're an 87%. <laughs> <laughs> you're just female enough to get a dog. <laughs> just a little more female, he would have gotten a cat. Yeah, that's right. I love cats. 
Do you know my dog? My, the, when uh, a breeder gave us the dog for a wedding gift. Very... It sounds like you're a gay couple that hates breeders. A breeder gave us this dog. <laughs> Listen to this fucking chick. So she gives us the dog, and I swear that she kept saying the dog's a boy, kept saying he. Yes. And I'm saying this on the show about my badass boy dog. Yes. And so she calls me and she goes, do you know the dog is a female? And shows me where to check the vagina and the paper said, you know, female. And I didn't even realize. Well, I think it's, I realized I'm a little sexist because when the dog would, you know, being a puppy would start barking and this and that. I'm like, ah, boys will be boys. Then I find that's a girl and she's barking. I'm like, you're just being a bitch. Ah, that's right. <laughs> then it eats a cockroach. And yeah. You're like, that's a boy. <laughs> that is a boy. And that's it's a commercial. <laughs> you're okay with the cameras. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> um, you, uh, but okay. I, yeah. No God. No oh, God. yeah. You know, some, somebody I, I reference it all the time because I am uh, pro God. Like, I, I but my God is not uh, the, the God that I think you wish existed. We'll get to what I believe. Okay. But I'm with you that uh, religion and man's perception of God and man's um, kind of uh, materialization of God and understanding of God is the one that's killing gay people in the Middle East today. You know, right. like uh, or, or or gay people being. Uh, attacked here right. lots of horrible things abortion he, he, clinics being bombed he, he could have been the bible's a big book he could have been a little clearer <laughs> right? well it was written by dudes though you, you realize like what a, yeah people that had no interest in making like a very clear concise ah. understanding not good writers god could have gotten better <laughs> ghost writers yeah, you, you have to understand everyone at the time that the bible was being written those guys were killing it everyone else right. was like and then i fucked a rock <laughs> this story's called fuck a rock <laughs> Fucked around the other day, and then someone's like, "In the beginning, God created." You know, and people are like, "Holy shit!" Get to the part where you fuck the rock. We got a poet. <laughs> so I, I, I bet we don't believe in the same God. I'm going to say that. You well, know what I mean? I, I don't believe in any I, God. I know what you mean. There's a God in someone's at this. But what which I think. gods are you dismissing? Go on, well, Zeus. <laughs> God, God. Yeah. <laughs> but there is no God, God. I think I, I don't think there needs to be literature for God necessarily. I think maybe there's literature for how to how to deal with your emotions about other people. But if you believe in a God in terms of I just need an inner peace, that's what I think it is when people call out God when they're in this terrible space, terrible, uh, Being, awful experience. Sure. And so I think that... Um, Maybe people think there's something in the sky, but there isn't. So they're actually calling on their inner strength, like, please let me get out of this, which I think we all do, whether we believe in God or not. I do that. Oh, my God, please let me get out of this. I even said God in that statement. I don't believe in God. I don't believe anyone's going to reach out and help me. But I do believe that there is just a little bit more in me, and I'm trying to call on it to get out of the worst situation that I'm now in. Like when time slowed down during your mugging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did. Well, here's what's funny. Just for the record, I also don't believe in inner peace. <laughs> You're really hardcore. Haven't you... seen it. <laughs> you are Jason Statham. But even that statement there, and I, this is the most debated Batory I've ever been on this show, is like I don't think there's anything in the sky either. When I when I say I believe in God, I believe in all of this. You know what I mean? And it's just in an open... like the walls and stuff. No, well, I do too. You're gonna make me sound retarded. <laughs> Isn't that just science? You can explain why these things are up and why this is, you know, no, why you this can, you feels this way. You can break down way. what it is. Yeah. So, but uh, I don't know. This is my question. This is why I believe in the idea that we are all 
participating in something that's called God, that, right. that we are the eyes of the universe sort of observing itself. That you can break down – science gives us a lot of what but no why for me. That's why it leaves me a bit cold. We can break down what this table is molecularly. But the truth is that the atoms that are in this table are also in me. And during this interview, they've been a part of you and they've been a part of you. That's insane. Things are changing and things don't really – the more we break down, don't really follow any laws. Particles, once you get to a sub, 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 atomic particle, they're disappearing. And they're doing shit that they're not supposed to do by any laws of physics. I don't know. Do we really know? Is that really the truth or could somebody break it down who's more knowledgeable? In not that, yet, not, you know, not I'm, yet, maybe uh, not yet, but we keep progressing and keep learning more and more. We but don't keep we... learning more and more about a God that exists. We just learn alternate um, explanations of why that's happening. Why do we have a hurricane? Oh, because people are faggots. Well, that's not a real thing. I can, right. you know, somebody can explain why this French, hurricane the, happened. The, the most uh, gayest part of New Orleans was dry after Katrina. <laughs> that's that's a fact. <laughs> Uh, wasn't that true? I seem to remember that like the French Quarter was pretty much spared after that. So the people that went with the sin theory, but that's yeah. What but I'd... look, you're putting you're putting out this a big ocean or a tornado. Yeah. Sorry if it's hard to pinpoint. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's going. I 6, was 000. aiming for the gays. <laughs> There's a god that's like, I did my best. <laughs> I... Nope. And then he reads fuck a rock. He just loves fuck a rock. Here. <laughs> It all came from the plates under the ocean to so many thousands of miles away. Did I miss a little? Yeah. Give me a break. You get the gist. <laughs> were gays close? Oh, were they? They were close. Okay. <laughs> they got the message. <laughs> Crazy drunk God. And if they didn't get the message, could you keep reiterating in their face by throwing rocks at them? <laughs> oh. See, I don't believe in that God either. The, the hurricane killing gay God right. or, the, or the throw rocks at people God or any of that God or a conscious lifeguard God that's watching, judging, and has a preference, a human preference on what you do or don't do. I believe that you can either be in line with your calling and like what you're supposed to be doing as, as a conscious part and all of us as sort of a, a joint consciousness. I also believe when you talk about science, and this is uh, science, you can't analyze something without changing it. And we're a part of all of this. So it's, it's I, I've said this before, I feel like we're in a snow globe. And when we analyze it, we're still in the snow globe. I'm still a part of all of this. Did you smoke without us? Uh, <laughs> What's happening? I'm just saying we can we can count all the snowflakes and we can know why the water moves and all that stuff. I'm still a part of this. And what is this? That's the thing that I get left cold. Religion is bullshit. I'm right there with you. It's stories and it's myths. Mm-hmm. And it's our best attempt at explaining the unexplainable. Yeah. If religion was a movie, you wouldn't like it. Absolutely not. In fact, they've tried many times, <laughs> it's, and it's never good. But it, it's giving, it's taking a stab at like, what the fuck is this? Because there's something behind art. There's something behind music, sex, all of these things. There's something just beyond our perception. I think, I think, and it's, I know. and it's not a man with a beard. It's this conversation is God. You not believing in God. This is, is God. what Lauren believes, you know, because uh, he's still agnostic and and is still, you know, doesn't want to let go that there's, you know, this bigger thing or or the perception that he grew up with or whatever. And I think that you guys feel the same way. Every time there's a deep emotional connection, there's something that happens where you feel whether it's enlightened or ab- above something else, you yes. feel better, you feel warm, you feel something. Lauren goes, that's God. I go, okay, if you want to call it God, that's fine because you're not aiming negative shit at a lot of people. Fine. Then, then, then believe in God. Then, you know, I don't think that that's dangerous in any way. Um, I would call it a different word. Sure. Who cares? 
Yeah, Who there cares? you go. You know, fine. But when, but it's religion, like you said. It's yeah. not the belief in something higher and wonderful and magic and a connection. It is when you misinterpret what was written years and years ago before, On you know. On the shelf it, next it, to Fuck a Rock. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. you're taking this one real serious. I would sooner believe Fuck a Rock. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would sooner pray to well, Fuck a Rock. Well, you can prove that. Yeah. I can go out and Fuck a Rock and be like, just like he said, it felt good at first. <laughs> and then the next day I was sore. <laughs> I love that epilogue. <laughs> 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 so you're right, but it's I, I love atheism. It, it, it turns me on. I think it's great that you've given it thought, and I'm with you that there's such a great case to make for it. Um, but, but you don't want to lose your spirituality. You feel like the word atheism is maybe synonymous with lack of spirit? Because I feel like that's how people I'm look not, at us I hope sometimes. I'm not coming off that way. But I would like to encourage my atheist friends, as I do, because all of my friends are atheists, to um, be open to a little bit of wonder. The idea that people are, are more intuitive than, than we can explain. People are more... Uh, enlightened. Enlightened. And I do believe that there... But, okay, there's, there's a choice we make. And we might be full of shit, but I'm the kind of guy that when I'm thinking about a song and then it comes on the radio, and I don't mean like a top 40 song, I mean like a weird song, and it comes on the radio, I'm the guy in that choice, at that crossroads, I go, it's because my thoughts are something and there's an electricity and something. It's a preposterous you, thing. You don't think it's the shining? You, I have the shining. But, but when if it you doesn't, explore that, it's preposterous. If but when it doesn't that. come on, are you just not being a good person? I'll put it this way yeah. to you. When I got in the elevator, I wasn't like, God save me. When I see the cruelty and the uh, objectivity of, of how people live and die and how unfair things happen. I was just talking about a guy who on his uh, wedding day jumped into a pool that he thought was deep and now he's paralyzed. Mm. You know what I mean? That shit fucking happens. And I'm not here to say like, well, he wasn't in line karmically and God was judging him. I'm, I'm right there with you. The world is fucked. People are starving. We could be helping them. We could be. And I think that's away from what I call God. And when we are helping them and when we are kind of uh, being honest to our calling and joining together and loving each other, then that's closer to what I call God. Well, you're just trying to notice positivity. You're just trying to make a, a better outlook, and you're you're trying to make sure that you appreciate niceties, the small little things that happen, because otherwise, how are we going to live in this world of constant work and pain, and, you know, we're getting older, which means things are going to be more difficult physically, you know? Weird? Yeah, so isn't it nice when, a, when you thought of a song and then the song comes out, and it's nice of you to take a moment to go... That happened, and that was for me because I want it to be for me. Yeah, there you go. Fine. But here's where I think we probably part ways. I do think that the, it's potentially true that we're, when we die, we, it's potentially true that we've been here before, and it's potentially oh, true fuck that we've been here again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'd say we part ways. <laughs> and good day. <laughs> I'm not counting on that. I don't even necessarily want that. But when people talk that way, I'm kind of like, yeah, maybe there's some sort of reincarnation thing. And maybe when we die, depending on how we were, how evolved we became when we were here, how we treated people when we were here. I'm not talking. Or about maybe that. you're just scared to die. Maybe you're scared that this scared is it, and there's no reason to really be here other than the fact that we are here. No, if I knew that for sure, dead over, 100, percent I'd take great solace in that. I'd eat an ice cream sundae and get a prostitute. It would be great. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it better next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I am certainly afraid to die, and I would like to believe in that. You are a, Lauren. It's a this is crazy. It's a better story. <laughs> it's a better story to think that there would be some sort of reward system. But I'm not talking about heaven, hell, Hitler burning forever, and that gives me some sort of sadistic pleasure, or uh, Martin Luther King being in heaven, or whatever, or right. the victims of 9/11 being in heaven. Are you, you know worried I mean? if Hitler was in hell and you you made you happy, you're just as bad as him? 
I'm worried that I'm just as bad as him anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm worried about <laughs> It's my day-to-day. Our... You, you have a lot more to do then. You're behind. I know. <laughs> if you're just as bad, you got to pick up the pace. I just read that Whitey Bulger, the mobster from Boston, uh, from Boston, had never killed anybody until he was 40. <laughs> so I was like, that so you guy, have time. Would, yeah, you got time. <laughs> I got six years to start becoming a murdering uh, The real mobster. monster that you are. Yeah. <laughs> well, the real, well, that's another thing is I don't really think that uh, people are really any better or worse. It's just like different circumstances. And I mean, like, you I don't might think have... Hitler ever contemplated. <laughs> I don't. I just don't think we're better or worse. I think I'm the best. Yeah. Kill all Jews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's as far as he and went gypsies. with his philosophy. <laughs> and uh, gays. And, yeah, and uh, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think the gypsies are like, hello, people. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think they are. And you know who really is is the Armenians. But I've talked a lot. You guys, dead over. What you is die, that mean? It's over. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Over. Lights yeah. out. Yeah. No that's, chance. It's the end. Yeah, that's what, okay though. What we're still the, here. What do you mean? Yeah, we're, we're here. We're, we're alive still, now, is, though. This is still happening, so I don't have to worry about when I'm dead because I won't feel it. Why would I fear death when death is? I am not, and when I am, death is not. Oh, I don't read, but <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fun and a fun time at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go to the movies with me. I talk throughout the whole thing. Do you? I, I give people a warning though. And, really? they, and then they make they get to make the decision of whether I can do that or not. See but that? I am just she's oh. not she's not a, she really makes it sound like she's annoying. She's not. You're a nice person. She's not. Well, you still love each other, and uh, since all of time, no, uh, all of time is having simultaneously. Uh, God, so you're still yeah, dating, sure. really. Yeah, well, <laughs> mm. I gotta call my wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's still seeing her ex, so don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, listen, sweetheart. This comic explained to me about Adams. <laughs> This fucking meandering, bumbling, full of shit comedian explain to me that all of time is happening. First, we were talking about uh, my wife, my wife. <laughs> then it was a setup. <laughs> so dead over. Yep. No yeah. God. That's it. Yeah. Do but good now. Do good now You're not, for the sake of doing good. But it feels good to to be good. You don't have to monitor your lies and and keep track of your bullshit. You I, just I don't, you just yeah. are. Yeah. And then and then it's less to keep track of and you actually end up enjoying yourself more. Yeah, there are moments where it's like if I lie right now, it would just get me out of this moment. But then, you know, what did you do? Where does that take you? Where does it go? We're not um good people because there's a god waiting for us. We're good people because because why not? Because it's better. I, that, I think that's beautiful and ethically much more sound. And you're not that old. You, you say, when you said you're 34, you said it like you're old. Oh, thanks, friend. Yeah. We're older than you. I'm older than Jesus. <laughs> if he existed. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so terrifying. Oh, my God. I thought my whole life was a test to leave at that moment you were about to eat me. <laughs> and I'm in hell. Great. Great. Well, this was fantastic. Let's get you out of here. It was very so fun much to see fun. You, you feel good you. about it? You're going to do like eight more podcasts today? Uh, we're on panels. Uh, I'm on a panel about networks. We just we just started a network, a Keith and the Girl network. Oh, Mike really? Kaplan is on it, and Mike uh, Fox. Yeah. And, uh, podcast, yeah. uh, Peapod, uh, pea podcast. <laughs> it's a vegetarian pea podcast. Uh, cast, so you cast it like a net, a net internet. You cast it on the internet. That's why it's called a pot. <laughs> There's you, not one. He listens to the show. I do that all the time. There's not one person who does not have a Mike Kaplan you impersonation. You got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah. I like to end mine with, I can't.
can't turn it off. And he's crying. <laughs> and he's crying oil. <laughs> Cry oil, olive oil. Is my head an olive? <laughs> Don't cook me, I'm burnt. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Mike Kaplan, yeah. what's your what's your ad splits? Um, you letting I them we, keep it. We didn't. We didn't even talk about ads. Isn't just, that the whole purpose? Not yet, and we're fairly new and uh, as, a a, as a network, you I know. Mean, but I mean, if I'm a, a comedian or something, deciding which network to go to, that's the first question. Well, I, well, we would get you a lot more listeners than you would otherwise get. But that's why you have leverage to say that's why I'm taking half of your ad money. Well, he he sure. gives us. Well, that, that'll come sure. probably later. But he he gives us a, a VIP show for our members, so we have a membership program, like a premium program, and so some of his episodes are only behind our paywall and the others are on iTunes. So uh, the exchange for right now is we'll host your stuff, we'll, you know, you record in our studio and then um, you give us this extra show that uh, is behind our paywall that helps that system keep going, that helps us pay for the whole studio, helps us pay for the people who work with us. And so right now we just have a fun exchange. Extra. Nah. Look, yeah. Mike is comfortable. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know. I really blew your dicks off. Exchange. Does that mean it used to be change? <laughs> Farmer change? And, and what I, was Obama exchange? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Very good, Mike. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Premium. Ooh, that was a close one. <laughs> uh, uh, that's it. That's the show. Well, listen to Keith and the girl. So Thank many you. people do. I can't help you. <laughs> this isn't going to nudge the needle one way or the other. Also, so uh, once a year, I do a uh, stand-up show I recorded. This is the 10th one we just did, and the CD's in iTunes called Good, Clean, Fun, and I'm very proud of it. Hey! I hope people check it out. Oh, you got it's so funny because Keith is breaking his teeth trying to stay clean the whole time. And so watch. The, the trailer is up on our site, keithandthegirl.com. you got to get it on iTunes. It's He's such... Uh, you heard how yeah. funny is he? He's so funny. He's so good. You got to get the CD. Good, clean, fun. It's the first time he's ever cleaned because he wanted to send it to his parents, but really he can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, thank you for having us. Oh, my yeah. pleasure. Keep it crispy, baby. You're the first guest to say it without me asking. Boom. In a hundred and blah blah episodes. Thank you. Him. Keep it crispy. I will. <laughs> you guys are very crispy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. That was so much fun. Thank you. One of my favorite episodes ever. Now leaving nerdist.com.